Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Nelson. In today's study of 1 John, we're going to start a mini-series on 1 John 3.16 called Beholding Christ. So 1 John 3.16 reads, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. So in this verse, we see a spotlight on Christ, and not only Christ, but his sacrifice for us. Christ crucified. And then subsequently after that, Christ's resurrection, it says that he laid down his life for us. So I've started a mini-series called Beholding Christ because I want us to look at a few things. One, adoring Christ. Two, admiring Christ. Three, appreciating Christ. And four, applying Christ. So this is extremely important, and I'm slowing down here so we can rightly understand just how important knowing Christ is, appreciating Christ, enjoying Christ, and applying Christ. So today we're going to look at adoring Christ. So first, in our process and how we are to adore Christ, we have to learn about Christ. So notice the wording John uses when he says, by this we know love, or it may be translated, in this we know love. So in this, in this, what is this referring to? Christ's sacrifice for us, Christ laying down his life for us. And not only did Christ lay down his life for us, but he also rose again. And that's a big emphasis in the New Testament, Christ crucified and risen. We worship a risen Savior. So we must be looking to Christ daily. He says, by this we know love. And obviously we are to love daily. So how are we going to love daily? By looking to Christ daily. John says, by this, in this, we know love. This is how we do it. There's no other way of doing this. We can't know love by looking to our neighbors. We can't love others by looking to God, or excuse me, looking to the world. We have to love by looking to Christ, by looking to God who took on flesh and laid his life down for us. So we must learn about Christ in a few ways. One of those is in the gospel. The gospel, that's one of the most obvious ways of learning more about Christ because the gospels are pretty much a biography on Christ. It tells the life of Christ and how he died for us and rose again. And so we are to be familiar with his life. We are to learn how he lived, how he thought, how he reacted to things. And we are to learn about that. We must know how did Christ live? How did Christ think? And so we can also learn more about Christ. In the Old Testament, so often there was foreshadows of Christ. The whole Mosaic law was a foreshadowing, and it showed the need of Christ. It showed the need of a Savior, because we can't keep the law. The law is impossible for us to keep. And so it shows us our need. It shows us that we need Christ, because we see our imperfections. No one here, no one on earth is truly blind to their imperfection. It is so abundantly obvious. We obviously need a savior. You can't help but look at the human race on their own and see that they need a savior. They cannot live to the Mosaic law. They can't live to God's standard. So not only can they not follow the Mosaic law, 
They cannot follow God's standard. They cannot, uh, they cannot live by God's holiness. They fall short of the glory of God. So, not only can we learn more about Christ in the Old Testament and prophecies about him, but we can also learn more about Christ in the rest of the New Testament. We see that the Apostle Paul, for example, he wrote a lot about Christ. He wrote many letters, and all of them had the theme of Christ. He wrote them so that the churches would put their focus on Christ, and that after putting their focus on Christ, that they would spread the light of Christ, that they would act like Christians. Christians have Christ in their name. They need to act like Christ. Our sanctification is us becoming more and more like Christ. And so if we are to share in his glory, we must share in his sufferings. We must share and live like Christ to others. So how are we going to do that? By learning first, by learning more about Christ. We have to know about him. So believers must be information sponges, particularly when it comes to Christ crucified and risen. We got to seek after knowledge about him. And we can also learn more about Christ in literature. Literature, obviously, is not always true. However, it helps us to see Christ in a new way, especially in Christian literature. That helps us to see Christ and see his beauty in ways that just saying in normal language wouldn't help us. It wouldn't engage our imagination like literature or like poetry would. So next, in at adoring Christ, we need to treasure Christ. So we have to remember that Satan knows about Christ more than we do. He knows more about Christ than I do, but I'm saved. So what, and he's not. So what is the difference? Why does Satan know more about Christ and yet he's not saved and I am? The difference is that I treasure Christ and we as believers, we treasure Christ. That is what separates us from the Pharisees. That is what separates us from Satan. We treasure Christ. Nothing to us is greater than Christ. We rightly see that nothing on this world is better than Christ. Nothing we can have in this world can replace Christ. Nothing. And we see that not only when we follow Christ, but when we sin. When we sin, we see the emptiness of sin. We see how terrible it is, and we see how much we need Christ and how beautiful he is to us. So believers must see and know how good Christ is, then adore them. We must not only have truth, but we must also worship Christ in spirit and in truth. We must love him. We must adore him. We must not be cold-hearted Christians. And so how can we do this? Well, first we can adore Christ more in prayer. One of the are some of the best times that I've adored Christ and loved him the most is in prayer because I'm voicing my request to him and I'm praising him and reflecting on how good he's been to me. When I pray in adoration and adoring him for what he's done for me, then I see better just how good he is. It is one of the best ways that I can see his grace towards me. And that's when I'm showing him the grace he showed to me. When I reflect that to him in prayer, then I can better understand it. And so we can also adore Christ more by meditating on what he's done for us. We have to slow down and reflect on what he's done for us. 
And this isn't just one thing we do like in our morning devotions. We have to do this throughout the day. We have to constantly be putting Christ at the center of our thoughts. How can I focus on Christ in this situation? Am I tempted by sin? I need to look to Christ. That is what we must do every day. And so we can also adore Christ more by seeing him in what pictures in pictures of him. Or we can see him in stuff that sometimes resembles him. So recently I was reading The Lord of the Rings and I was reminded of Christ's protection in a story of how the four hobbits when they start their journey are in trouble and this guy named Tom Bombadil helps them and takes them into his house. And in his house they're safe. And so in their dreams they had nightmares. However, when they woke up from those nightmares they realized they were safe. They were on warm beds. They were safe in his house. Tom Bombadil gave them protection. And so we as believers need to realize that sometimes we'll have nightmares. We'll have doubts. However, we can realize that we are safe. And we must hold to the truth of and reality that is given to us in the Bible. And so, again, one of the biggest signs of our salvation is if we are enamored with Christ. If we cannot get enough of him. That must be what the world sees in us. They must see, look at us and say, wow, they love Jesus. Thanks for listening to Adopted Believers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform and share us with your family and friends. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please send them to me at daniel at adoptedbelievers.com.